Hello guys, welcome back to another episode. We are back after a one month, I think, pause of any production. Uh, we're back with another new episode. I apologize. A lot of things had come up in recent months and it has not allowed me to do much of anything. But we're back in our normal flow of things. Just got off of school, which is great. And so now we're back at the tech podcast. So we have the ZTE Axon 40 Ultra. This is a brand new phone from ZTE. And it honestly gives a lot of the Note 20 Ultra vibes. And probably looks a little bit better in terms of the screen. Because it has an under display camera. Which is always nice to see. And I love that we're moving toward that technology. But it's still not perfect as we're going to see with this phone. So let's get started with the ZTE Axon 40 Ultra. All right, so the ZTE Axon 40 Ultra, it was released May 13th. So I think about more, a little bit more than a month ago. And this is the one of the newest flagships out. And I think it's a beast from a design point. It's almost identical to the Note 20 Ultra, which actually was one of my favorite phones. I really did love that phone. I love the boxy edges, the beautiful curved display. I know a lot of people don't like it, but I've said it time and time again. For me, I've never had a problem with the, the curved displays that I know a lot of people have had. I've really never had you know, any accidental touches. Um, and I was coming from like an S8, so that had like really curved display. Uh, the only thing I guess was reflection, but wasn't that big of a deal now from a from the display side of things we do have an amoled display one billion color display which is going to be a fantastic display to view content on i know because i mean the colors are so beautiful i mean we have an amoled display and then to add on to it you have one billion color reproduction which means you get even more accurate skin tones or just in general uh, colors for different things that you're watching you get the more accurate picture uh, in terms of colors we have 120 hertz refresh rate which is standard on all phones i feel like actually i wonder when are we going to stop talking about the 120 hertz refresh rate is it going to be like after five years when we accept that pretty much every phone now has 120 hertz like we see budget phones and mid-range phones having 120 hertz and I just wonder when we're going to get to that normalcy where everything is 120 hertz. Because Samsung has it, except for like the budget phones, you know. And the mid-range phones have the 120 hertz, especially from Samsung. Uh, With Google, we have 120 and 90 hertz, so a lot of high refresh rate phones. Uh, But maybe, I don't know. We'll have to see when that gets normal. That 120 hertz is normal on almost all phones, except for like maybe budget phones. Um, but for now, apparently we still mention it. Now, we have HDR10 plus certification on the screen. It just means it's going to look extra beautiful. And 1500 nits of peak brightness, which is a lot of nits. I mean, that's really bright. That's one of the brightest phones on the market. I think the only one that comes over this phone is the S22 Ultra and the S22 Plus with 1700 nits of peak brightness, which is insane, by the way. So this one... No slouch at all when it comes to the display. Definitely uh, a beautiful display, especially with the curvage, the edge-to-edge design, very minimal bezels, and as I said before, there is no 
camera that's visible to the naked eye. It's under the display, which makes it a seamless, beautiful display. And I, I kind of wish I could buy this phone because it looked like it would be an amazing phone to watch videos and movies and all of that. Now, this, the size is a 6.8-inch display. It has a 93.1 screen-to-body ratio, which is insane, which means you get more screen per the size of the body. So 93% is covered in display, which is fantastic. The resolution is 1116 by 2480, so high resolution. We also have 20 by 9 aspect ratio for that normal-ish I guess uh, a nice amount of width, but not too withy, you know, not too girthy. Uh, we have 440, or actually 400 PPI density. So not that bad, but not that great either. Uh, it's going to still look really, really sharp. Now for the platform, it's running on Android 12 with MyOS 12 on top. It's, it has the Qualcomm Snapdragon 8 Gen 1, which is the 4 nanometer chip that we see on every phone that's coming out nowadays. Uh, we're still waiting on that Gen 1 Plus or Plus 1, 8 Gen Plus 1. I, I forgot. I don't even know the name of it. I really don't like that they changed the name of the chipsets, but it is what it is. Now, we do have, for the CPU, uh, we have the OctaCore, and for the GPU, we have the Adreno 730. So high-end specs here, this is a flagship. Uh, you can't expect anything less with these phones. There is no expandable memory, unfortunately. It seems like every phone is now killing off the micro SD card expansion. I really miss that. I remember Samsung used to have it. It used to be like the main thing, and now they took it away for this year, actually last year, and then this year again. Uh, so, um, yeah, kind of sad. I, I really miss my physical SD card storage, you know. It's always nice to have that as a backup option instead of paying like a monthly subscription for storage, which is kind of annoying. Now, for internal storage configurations, we have quite a bit of them. We have 128 gigabytes with 8 gigs of RAM. That's the base model. But you can upgrade to 256 with 8 gigs of RAM or 256 with 12 gigs of RAM, 512 gigs of internal storage uh, and 12 gigs of RAM. Or you could go with the maxed out version, which is one terabyte with 16 gigs of RAM. I mean, that's insane. I don't, I don't think anyone really needs one terabyte of storage. I would say go with the 256 model with eight gigs of RAM. That seems like a solid phone right there. But if you need more RAM for gaming, go for the one that's 12 gigs of RAM with 256 of internal storage. I like the options. I like that they give you a lot of options, but I'd much prefer if you had the SD card slot. That way you wouldn't have to pay extra money for that built-in storage. Or, again, like I said, a subscription. Now, we have UFS 3.1, so nice and fast storage. We have three cameras on the back of this phone, which, again, very similar to the Note 20 Ultra. We have the 64-megapixel standard lens with... Uh, laser autofocus and optical image stabilization. We have a 64 megapixel periscope telephoto lens with optical image stabilization that's capable of 3.5 times optical uh, zoom. And then the third lens is a 64 megapixel uh, ultra wide lens. So the trifecta you have the zoom lens, the main camera, and then the ultra wide. That seems to be the main setup of 
all flagships nowadays. And now we also have 8K recording at 30 frames per second, 4K at 30 and 60, 1080p at 30 and 60 as well. You're capable of 10-bit video, HDR10. So great video should come out of this phone. I really have liked Axons in recent years because of their really boxy design. And it just looks a very nice screen. I just really did love the screens on the recent Axon phones. They remind me a lot of the Note series from Samsung. Now, as for the speakers, we do have stereo speakers. And I completely overlooked the selfie camera, so we're going back to the camera. Uh, we have 16 megapixel sensor underneath the display, which is always nice to see innovation. And it's capable of 1080p, 30 frames per second. But as you expected, it's not the best quality because there's still a screen in between you and the camera. So there's always going to be a little bit of grain, a little bit of something in the photos just because of that very feature. So it's a compromise that you make for having a full display. But I think, you know, with enough time, maybe another two years, I think we can perfect it. Uh, in the phones uh, so it's good to see we also have no headphone jack unfortunately the headphone jack seems to be a dying breed has been a dying breed ever since uh, Samsung decided to kill it it's not been a good it's not it's not been good for the headphone jack they even killed it on their a53 if I'm not wrong it has no headphone jack either neither does the 73 I don't get it they're, they're mid-range phones. Leave them alone. Um, but we'll have to see. So far, the budget phones from Samsung still have it, but we'll have to see how much longer they have it because Samsung wants to make money, and they're copying Apple in that sense. So uh, as for biometrics, you do have fingerprint underneath the display. It is an optical scanner. Um, and you also have your normal pattern pin and whatnot. Uh, for your battery, we have 5,000 milliamp hour battery with 65 watt fast charging, and it supports quick charge 4 plus, and it should uh, and it doesn't have wireless charging, which is unfortunate because I feel like a flagship of this caliber should kind of have it. But at 65 watt, you know, fast charging, I feel like you could just plug it in for a couple minutes, and you should be able to go about the rest of your day without any issues but it's really up to you it depends on how important wireless charging is and if i'm not wrong this does come directly from china this is very china based phone so you will have to download the global rom because it does come with a chinese rom out of the box so there is that little bit of uh logistics but i think if you really want this phone you're gonna deal with its little quirks and yeah so for colors, we have black, gold, and silver. Oh, I would love to see this thing in gold. Because it looks really fine in silver. It looks like a almost like a light champagne, at least to my eyes, when it when you put it in silver. But I would love to see this in gold. Um, yeah. So, pretty solid phone. Around 700 euros. We'll have to see how much that is in in dollars. So, let me do a quick... Trans translation? What do you call it? Trans, trans, trans. I forgot the word, but let's see how much it is in dollars. 
All right, so it is $800 USD uh, for you to purchase, and it is going to be available tomorrow to purchase here in the U.S., as I've just done my research on when it's available here. Uh, so it will be available tomorrow, which is going to be the 21st of this month, which is, again, tomorrow. It depends on when you're listening to it. It could be today. It could have been yesterday. It could have been a week ago. Uh, this is uh, the date, however, of its release date here in the U.S. So on time, we do have this little briefing about what this phone is and what it brings to the table. It does bring a lot of features. I mean, we're at the point where phones flagship phones specifically they haven't peaked exactly but they have gotten to a point where it's kind of stagnant in which okay great features you know it has a a beautiful edge-to-edge display a solid three cameras um we have a beautiful display we have great software or at least a good processor inside the phone which makes the whole phone feel a lot faster and you know whatnot has quick charging uh, big battery, that seems to be kind of like the formula of these kind of flagship phones. And while it's a good formula, it feels kind of boring. But I know that phones haven't gone boring just yet because we do have the foldables on the way. I mean, I forgot who just released a foldable phone. Uh, it could have been ZTE, actually. I don't remember. Um, it was only a couple, it was like a month ago. It wasn't even that long ago. But they released a new one a new foldable phone onto the market and it does beat the galaxy at uh, fold three and now we're gonna have the fold four and the flip four in the coming months i think in august so i can't wait to see what that brings to the table they need to wake up samsung needs to wake up because all these other manufacturers like uh i think it was oppo with their find n and um you also have the likes of Man, what's that other one? I forgot the other one. But anyway, we have two other, two more other foldables on the market as well. And one of them already caught up to Samsung. Samsung needs to really get their head in the game because while they did start all this movement, it just does nothing for them if they stay the same and hardly improve year by year. Although they are improving because obviously this is a area of much improvement where it's very clear what needs to be improved instead of you know these candy style phones where we do have you know a formula already and it just seems to work each and every time it's whatever uh there really isn't too much to necessarily improve it's not nearly as obvious as it is with folding phones so a really solid phone i think and if you like the note 20 style uh from 2020 you are going to like this phone it has the big camera bump with the big lenses in the hor- in the vertical uh arrangement and we also have the curved display and this one's actually kind of better because it has no hole punch it's just all display and the camera's hidden underneath and it just seems like a really beautiful display 120 hertz amoled 6.8 inches it's like a little cinema tv in the palm of your hand it looks wonderful. So another solid phone, another beautiful flagship. I think we'll have to see how the battery holds up because, as you know, Android tends to put big batteries, but it doesn't last nearly as long as an iPhone with, you know, like a smaller battery. It's just it comes down to efficiency, not just how big the battery is. Uh, so, yeah, I mean, it should be 
pretty solid battery. You know, anything with 5,000 seems to last the whole day. Uh, so we'll have to see. Anyway, that was it for this episode. I hope you guys enjoyed. Thank you so much for all those who listened uh, to any of my previous podcast episodes and also for listening to this one. If you made it to the end, you are special because, I mean, I love you guys. The ones who make it to the end are the real ones, and I really appreciate you so much. That was it. I hope you guys enjoyed. I will see you guys next week because we're back in the move on thing. So we're going to be with that weekly uploads. And yeah, so we'll get back into all of, of this. So can't wait to see you guys in one of my next podcast episodes. Till then, peace. <laughs>